You're listening to Courage to be Seen with Sherry Clark, whose passion and purpose is to assist others to achieve their dreams. This hit show spans the headlines to focus on how to help women across the globe acknowledge and honor their talents and to help light your way to success. Whether Sherry is mentoring women to tap into their ace power or bust through the conscious or unconscious barriers within, there is no holding back when your courage to be seen emerges. Authentic, confident, and empowered are the keys to the life you want. No excuses in the professional world. Listen up. Sherry will change your mind and tell you about the power that is all you. Explore the freedom of embracing the whole of who you are. And feel the courage to be seen with Sherry Clark now. Hey, everybody. Yes, this is Courage to be Seen. This is the podcast. This is Podcast Radio Sherry Clark, striving to assist others with achieving their dreams. I'm Dr. Pat. I get to join Sherry in this conversation, at least for a little while longer, as we are today talking about everyday courage. So courage isn't being perfect. Wow. Take that in. Courage is making an attempt when there is uncertainty in the outcome. You're going to hear about this and hear why. But let's talk a little bit, if we could, about Sherry for a minute. You know, yes, she is the host of this show, but she's also somebody that knows what it means as a speaker, a global engineering leader, a coach, a mentor, somebody that grew up with five brothers, right? Loving sports, math and science, and as you're listening to this, I am talking about Sherry, Sherry, Sherry Clark, and the mother of two sons. But here she is as an engineer, and off we go into that world. And what you discover is you are somebody in a field that doesn't have a lot of people like you around, and you become the minority in a career. And then once you say yes to it, because it's your passion, and many times she has been the only woman in the room. You sometimes have to reach a point. And, you know, Jean Houston calls it a tipping point. It's that point where you're either going to move ahead and not let things like this get in the way of your dream. But along the way, along the way, you hold true to who you are. You know, it's more than being a female engineer. For her, I just want to be an engineer. And so how do each and every one of us have the courage, as you hear today, to show up as your authentic self as she has, to be an award-winning technological inspiration, you know, somebody that helps other women in this arena, but more importantly, believes that working with people and professionals, coaching and mentoring, and helping people achieve success it goes beyond what she is trained to do and is now her coaching passion. So today, whether you're, you know you're trained as an engineer, there's so much more when you create something that she's created, and that is an entire platform of coaching, speaking, mentoring, seminars, teaching, courage to be seen. Sherry, great to have you. Hey, it's great to be here, Dr. Pat. And I'm really excited to uh, be able to talk to Courage with, with everybody. Well, this is called Everyday Courage. And a lot of times, right, we don't hear uh, or we don't hear 
um, where it's everyday courage. No, no. I, I think when you think of courage, you think of, you know, huge acts of bravery, right? You think of firefighters like running into the buildings and saving people or the military going out every day. And, and those definitely are acts of courage. And, but the reality is there is courage in, that we need in our lives every single day. There's all kinds of opportunity. We all could live with, with more courage and become our better selves by embracing courage. And I think that's what we need to focus on. Not how do I do something gigantic and change the world. Not that you can't change the world because we, we each have the opportunity to change the world, you know, step by step. But just, hey, how do I have a little bit more courage today? You know, what, what kind of decisions, what kind of actions, what could I do today to, to be my authentic self? And I think that's what we need to talk about and focus on. Yeah, and I love that we're talking about it. So it brings me to the point of looking at the vast range of things that we refer to when we talk about courage. So let's ask you this question. From your perspective, tell us what courage has become, has, has meant to you, especially in the context of courage. We see what is courage? So, so, you know, you can look at the definition of what is courage. It defines the ability to do something that frightens someone. You know, it's taking action when there's uncertainty in the outcome. Almost everything in life that we do almost probably has uncertainty in the, in the outcome. Um, it's the mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, withstand danger, fears, difficulty. Um, so there's a lot of things that we could say are the official definition of courage. Um, to me, I think courage really has to do with honoring yourself. Um, standing up for yourself, your beliefs, your feelings, your desires. And a lot of people don't think about courage as that. They don't think about, wow, saying I really would like to go to the Italian restaurant is courage. But it's incredibly courageous when you think about it. Because sometimes people don't want to pick the restaurant because what if it's no good? But what if it's incredible? You know, you have to think about, about that, you know, just of how we sometimes play so small because... We, we do, we're afraid that someone might judge that, hey, there's this new Ethiopian restaurant that opened up downtown and I want to go try it. But I don't know if anyone knows what Ethiopian food even is, more or less actually go try it. So I'm not going to tell anybody about it. Yeah. And you know, I were talking about this the other day and it's so funny because I wanted to go to the movies the other night and I just thought about the conversation we had, right? Because, okay. How do we come out and ask or suggest? And I think for a lot of people that are listening, they're probably saying, oh, that's easy. But not really. You know, if you think about those things in your life you withhold from, right? Whether it's asking to go to a movie, the movie you want to go to, or asking uh, about the restaurant, that also transfers into our everyday lives. So yeah. If, yeah, like asking the doctor a question about your health or asking a teacher a question about your grade or maybe the boss asking the boss. You know, I think you can just do um, a real simple thing, you know, kind of reflect on how often when you're asked a question, do you just say, uh, you know, whatever, like, you know, where do you want to go eat? What movie do you want to go see? It's like, oh, whatever you want, or I don't really care, or I don't know. The chance is you always have an opinion, and that doesn't mean that you have to demand whatever you want to do is um, what you actually go do that evening. But the fact that you're not even 
thinking about what you would really like or not willing to state what your preference is, you can still say, yeah, I'd like Italian, but you know what? Mexican is totally fine. Um, you know, it's because maybe we don't have a strong preference, but if you're always find yourself deferring to others because you're playing small, then I think you need to think about, hey, should I have a little bit more courage in my life? And, you know, I mean, we're talking about courage, bravery, daring, determination, boldness. We're talking about that. But we make decisions every day that can be agonizing or we can be influenced by other people in those decisions we make, right? I, I mean, courage every day, believe it or not, we don't really think about the moments of every day where we're making a decision that's a bit uncomfortable for us, right? Oh, absolutely. Right, right, right. Yeah. Just start with getting dressed in the morning. Do you put on clothes because they're what make you feel good and what you want to wear and it's the image you want to project? Or when you get on, put on your clothes, do you pick out whatever you think is appropriate for whatever you're doing that day, what other people expect you to wear. You know, it's, it's funny. I took a class about eight years ago. And the big message I took away from this class was being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I really wanted to, to focus on having more courage in my life. I went home and I donated over 75% of my wardrobe. I said the clothes I have aren't who I want to be. They don't reflect like my inner self. So I just donated everything. And I know not everyone can do this, but it was time for a refresh, right? So I just got rid of it. That's the first way to stop wearing clothes that uh, you know don't um, fit into who you want to be. I just didn't have them anymore. But then I hired an image consultant and she met with me and, and actually even helped me um, you know, change and pick out the clothes that I really wanted that, re that reflected who I was. And then because I had no other old clothes, I had to wear the new clothes. And I guarantee you those first few weeks were incredibly uncomfortable because oh. a very different style than I was used to wearing. And I know people are like, what happened to Sherry? She looks entirely different, right? But I had no choice because I bought these clothes and I didn't have any of the old ones. Uh, uh, yeah, hey, newsflash. Look at the color of this hair. I mean, what we're talking about is important. For people that are listening, they're, they're probably thinking, what has this got to do with courage? Here's what it has to do with courage for me. I was agonizing as to whether or not I wanted to do my hair again. I am not a blonde, but and I don't have gazillions of gray hair. Really, you've seen my hair grow out because you and I talk almost every week, right? But there's something about it that I really love. And it doesn't make a bit of sense to most of the people in my life. So I realize if I don't have the courage to stand in the authentic nature of who I am, even if I do dye my hair, right? Even yeah. if that happens, how am I going to make big decisions about the network? Well, it's, it's true. And you know what? It takes courage to dye your hair. It takes courage not to dye your hair. Yes, it does. The truth is um, owning that decision and making it be the decision that you really want. That's the part that then allows yourself to be authentic to yourself. It doesn't really matter if your hair is purple or brown or blonde or gray, right? It, uh, the question is just, do you have the courage to say, this is what you want and then follow through on the action? no matter what other people say when you show up. 
and I think that's what we're talking about today. You know, we're talking about everyday courage. And sometimes when we talk about the courage to run into a burning building, most people look at that and cannot relate to it. They just say, wow, that's a hero. Awesome. But, you know, one of the people that both you and I admire, uh, Renee Brown, just recently launched a Netflix. Let's talk about her. I know she's an important figure to both of us, but especially for you. Oh, absolutely. You know, I love her books. Um, I love her TED Talks. And I haven't had a chance to watch her um, her new show on Netflix, Netflix. Yet, um, The Call to Courage. But I, it just, there's so much that I've learned from her and really part of courage is vulnerability, which I have to admit, I completely missed early on. I thought to have more courage, I needed to figure out like what my fears were and overcome them. So I was working really hard on overcoming fears and, you know, trying to do things right. And then the reality is with vulnerability that it's okay to admit you have the fears and do it anyway, right? It's okay to admit that you're not going to do it right. You just try again and you don't have to look perfect. You know, cur courage isn't about doing things right. It's about the trying, it's the struggle, it's the growth that comes from it. And um, so I just, I just love every time she comes up with a new book and, and following her. And so I can't wait to get a chance to watch her uh, Call the Courage on Netflix. Have you had a chance to see it yet? Well, I, I, t I watched a little bit of it, but I wanted to kind of tag team with you on it. There's a quote that you reference about this, and it's, and it's this one. It's not about changing who you are. It is, it is be who you are. See, that's what you're talking about. That's what courage to be seen is. And doesn't that sound so dang easy? Like, I mean, just, oh, you know, hey, it's not about change. No, that is not easy. When we come back, we're going to talk about courage, how it shows up, how it manifests. And why did somebody say to me a week ago Friday at the, the opening of Dr. Darvish's place, when she and I were asked to get on a bicycle and to bicycle to shake up our smoothies, both of us in skirts, her short, my long. Why was it she jumped on and I hesitated? I think Sherry's going to have to coach me on that. We'll be right back, everybody. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. Have you ever heard of the 90-10 rule? It goes like this. 90% of the time, no one is thinking of you. 90% of the time, everyone's thinking about themselves. And if you think of it like that, it takes the weight off because now you're not being judged. I'm Megan Edge. I'd love for you to join me on Playing on the Edge Radio 
Radical Change with Ease with my co-host Dr. Pat on Transformation Radio FM. Learn and explore fascinating and practical uses of essential oils, how to use them, and how they can enhance your everyday life. The Oil Lounge was founded by three remarkable women with fascinating stories about how essential oils changed their lives. Tina and Laura from The Karmic Path have joined forces to educate the masses in the benefits of Young Living Essential Oils. For more information, visit theoillounge.com. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. For those of you tuning in to Courage to be Seen uh, podcast radio today, Sherry Clark is the host of that. I get to join her on this journey. But I want to make sure that folks have a way to find out more about Courage to be Seen, about your coaching program, about you, but also, you know, how to bring you into organizations, speak and seminars and teach about this. So for those of you that want to find out more, go to CourageToBeSeen.com. And pretty soon you're going to start to see Facebook.com Courage to be Seen take on a new look and so forth. Also Instagram.com Courage to be Seen. Um, and then LinkedIn. Yeah, because this is about courage, business and beyond. Uh, you can go to Sherry Clark, and it's Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-I-E, Clark. Um, look, we're talking about everyday courage today. And, 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 you know, look, in the first segment, one of the most important things to talk about is that everyday courage isn't always running into a burning building. Although I know I've done some things like that to help others. I know you do, too. But it's the everyday things that we agonize over that builds up stress that we hold in ourselves. Let's talk about courage, how it shows up for you. And the question I think you ask is, how courageous are you? What area of your life could you use more courage? So talk to us about courage, where it shows up, how it manifests, and what the different ways are. So Dr. Pat, um, you know, some people like to think there's different types of courage. And I, I, I just don't think that really works. Because I think courage, and you think of the definition of courage, and taking action when there's uncertainty in the outcome, overcoming your fears, that's not different no matter where it shows up. But what you find is it does show up in every single part of, of our lives. And if we want to live ourselves and, and live all full out and, and be you know, everything that we can be, we have to learn how do we embrace courage. And so I kind of thought through the, the Clark courage model and the different pillars of where courage really is. And so, you know, we talk about, you know, firefighters racing into the burning building and that's like physical courage. And so I think a lot of people can think about very easily, 
what you're going to do like physically to do something courageous. So maybe you're going to go rock climbing or the military. And, and so I think this is the easiest. So it's the kind of the easiest to, to talk about, but you may or may not, you know, have access to those things. You may not care to jump out of airplanes and do, you know, these very big acts of bravery, but that's one of the ways, you know, a lot of athletes do very courageous things like just to, to get all their strength right together to, to push through right at the end of the game to see if they could make the winning basket or push through right at the end of the hundred yard dash to try to get across the line. So there's a lot of, a lot of courageous things people think of physically kind of with their body. But then uh, the second kind of area or pillar of courage is emotional courage. And I actually think this one is one we don't talk about really at all. And it's actually probably one of the most important ones for people to understand and start taking steps to, to how to be more emotionally courage in their life. But being emotionally courage is having the willingness and embracing feeling. It's not something we talk about in, in our lives. And that if you really stop to think about it, how many things do you not do because you're afraid of how that situation is going to make you feel. Let's say you need to talk to somebody, maybe it's someone at work and you need to have a tough conversation um, about someone and you never have it. That uh, if you're not ever having that, you can say, well, why not? Do you know what to say? Yeah, you know exactly what to say. You know, you know who to say it to. You can say, well, have you ever had an opportunity to have that conversation? Yeah, you probably have had opportunities. You could schedule it. You probably said good morning to them. There was probably an opportunity to have that conversation. The whole reason we put it off is we know it's going to be difficult. And in our heads, we make up how bad the emotions are going to feel. And it's like, I'm just going to not want to feel that. And the worst thing is normally if you have the conversation, it, it usually doesn't feel nearly as bad right. as, as you anticipate. But I think that's one that we could talk about probably for hours and hours on, on emotional courage, but it's definitely one, probably the most important to, to focus on. Um, and then the next, the one after that is uh, moral courage and, you know, standing up for your beliefs or standing up for others' beliefs. Um, maybe someone's being bullied and you could walk away or you could say, Hey, you know, that's not really nice. You should, you should stop doing that kind of simple things like that. Uh, and then there's social courage. And so this is um, maybe not have not always conforming to the expectations of others that uh, maybe um, people would expect you after you have your kids to stay home with them for a while and not put them in daycare rather than get back to work or vice versa. Maybe you, you love your job and, and the expectation from work is that you'll get right back, but you want to take some time off and stay home with, with your kids. I actually think either one is fine, um, but making that right decision for you. So, um, so that's social courage. And then the last one is intellectual courage. Um, and this is really challenging old beliefs and willing to kind of think about um, other point of view, even if it potentially could hurt you. Because maybe once you find that out, all of a sudden it puts yourself at a disadvantage. But if it's the right thing to do, um, you know, being courageous and, and wanting to learn. Um, so maybe just an example of, of uh, emotion or intellectual courage is 
asking someone, you know, how does that work? You know, like sometimes you don't ask people that next question yeah. just because you don't want to look like um, maybe the, that they thought you already understood it or you already knew it and you didn't want to, to be ignorant on the subject. So you just don't ask people, what do you mean? I, I don't understand that. Can you explain it to me? Um, and so that is intellectual courage. So there's courage in all parts of our life that we just don't think about. But each one of these is, and I don't think you could ever be courageous enough. And you're never going to max out courageous at all times in all situations. But if you start to understand kind of where you're at in terms of courage, then you can start working on it and start doing more courageous acts. And they kind of start snowballing on top of each other. Yeah. And it's easier to do more courageous things. I, I love what you're talking about. And for those of you that are just tuning in, Sherry Clark has just outlined, you know, her model for courage and what you just heard are the pillars. You're going to hear lots more about them, especially how Sherry uses these in her coaching program. Because one of the things is that it, I had somebody say to me, like a mentor, looked at me in the eye and said, Pat, you can't talk about that thing. So it was a thing. And said, you, you can't speak about it. You, you know, you just can't. And I said, why can't I speak about health and well-being? You know, I understand about health and well-being. They said, you know, Pat, you can intellectually, but you cannot take a person to a place you haven't gone yourself. Well, I got sick in 04, so now I can talk about it. But the point that I'm making about that is that you're referring to a sense of self that we get to explore. You see, we don't talk about courage as self-exploration in order for us to expand and grow in our personal development, our career development. But what you've done in creating this model is you've given people an opportunity to look at each of these areas and understand where we can do more. We're gonna take a short break, we come back Practice courage. What? What? Now they want us to practice? Yeah, that's what Sherry does. Because how do you build a muscle if you're not going to practice or build the strength in it? When we come back, Sherry's going to take us on a journey about what practicing courage is like and how you could start. Doesn't matter where you are, you could start exactly where you are. That's what we're going to do. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. People often ask, what does it mean to thrive? On Thrive by Gen Radio, it means body confidence, mind fulfillment, and soul synchronicity. Create synchronicity with God and learn as Jen shares action steps and real stories that will inspire you to be unstoppable in fulfilling your purpose. Tune in live each Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit JenniferZellup.com to thrive with Jen. In the 70s, Dudley and Dean Evanson traveled the country in a converted school bus with their growing family, documenting the new consciousness that was emerging. Through this adventure, a movement of sound healing was born. Now, Soundings of the Planet is celebrating 40 years of peace through music. Listen to their music for free on all streaming services. Search Dean Evanson 
to access their expansive catalog on Pandora, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, and YouTube. Visit soundings.com for more info, their blog, podcast, Quieting the Monkey Mind book excerpts, free downloads, and more. Learn to live in the light and unveil the authentic you with a time of healing radio with me, Felistiana, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in every third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as I help listeners understand sacred fusion energy and how to connect to the spirit that fuels the very life we live. Explore the journey of spiritual transcendence and ultimately discover the path to peace, love, purpose, and wholeness. For more information, visit atimeofhealing.com. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Introducing the Lucid Planet, a digital gathering place featuring cutting-edge, high-vibrational content that will empower and inspire you to become the greatest version of yourself. Visit the Lucid Planet today to stimulate your mind, body, and soul as you connect with a global community of like-minded people. The Lucid Planet is edited by renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly Neff, who is here to help you cope with anxiety, connect to your higher purpose, uncover your true passions, and live your dreams. Dr. Kelly's fresh, compassionate perspective emphasizes growth, transformation, healing, and thriving, even in the face of adversity. Say goodbye to bad news and low vibrational media for good and become part of the larger collective of people working together to navigate the global shift of consciousness and transform the world from within. Join the planet, the Lucid Planet. Visit thelucidplanet.com. Welcome home. Yeah, I'm going to have to sit down and hire Sherry. Uh, for a couple of things that have come up since I, I have been getting ready for this show. Uh, I get the honor of really working with Sherry on a regular basis. So uh, two things I want to say about this. There's a reason that she, Sherry Clark, is the person that created Courage to be Seen. A very good reason. There's also a reason she created the ACES program. Very good reason. And you can go to her website, couragetobeseen.com, and you're going to get a lot of information. The, the reason that I will say about it, and I, she'll probably say something else, but the reason that I will say is because she has lived this. And in future shows, you're going to see exactly how she lived it. You know, what points did she have to step in to full courage, whether that is as an executive or a mom? You know, what is it about that, you know, her life that pulled forward every aspect of what courage is and what it isn't, especially about courage not being, what is that about? You're going to hear that in future shows. But one of the things that I love about your work, Sherry, and what you've done is you've now created a model for us to look at with these pillars and ask ourselves how we're doing in each. And I'm not going to go into what I shared with you during the break, but I had an opportunity to really look at something that I said no to, which would have been a common, easy, yes, transition for me. And I had to go back into the pillars. 
So let's get to this question. Which area of these in your life do you need practice? But more importantly, practice. How the heck do I get to practice courage, Sherry? It, uh, so let, let me tell you a little story about, um, you know, about me and practicing courage, and then we'll get into some specific things. So I'd love for all of our listeners to take, you know, one or two things that today or tomorrow uh, they could actually go do. And that I think that should be our goal kind of for the rest of the time. But, um, you know, I study a lot of um, women and minorities and and. Um, diversity in business, and, and that's kind of part of, of who I am, I guess, being a, a CTO and being in a minority group my, my whole career, and it feels like my whole life, right? Um, and there's a lot of talk about, you know, like women and and that part of diversity, but then there's also, when you think of women of color and, and whatnot, um, there's even more. And so I've been trying to, to learn and, and understand more on this recently. So last week, and this is, this is me practicing courage, you know, kind of real time. I went to a dinner and there was a networking event before this, uh, this dinner. And so I used to never like going to those, you know, because you don't always know people. Well, maybe I know some people, but, you know, and then you have to do small talk. And I used to just, I'm such an introvert, actually. Those kind of things used to always and maybe they still do make me uncomfortable. But I went there and, uh, you know, I got a drink and, and then... Um, I was talking, I did know a few people. So we, we talked for a while, but then I started talking to this one woman and she worked for the federal reserve and it was just really interesting. You know, here's a person I didn't know really don't have anything necessarily in common with other than the fact that we happen to be standing in the same spot at this networking event. And so I started asking her about, well, what do you really do there? And, and we just started, started talking and, and, you know, had a great, great conversation. And then I thought, you know what, because of this reading I've been doing lately, I should be courageous and ask the real question that, uh, that I would really like to know and see if what I'm reading, you know, kind of relates to real life. And so I asked her, I go, okay, so in your role, we talked a lot about the role and the, the lack of women in the Federal Reserve and all the challenges. I go, but is it more challenging, do you think, to be female in your role or to be black in your role? And what's the difference and what are the different challenges? And I don't think a few years ago, I would have had the courage to ask that question. And we had an incredibly engaging conversation and uh, it was eye-opening for me. And I think, you know, it was, uh, you know, engaging on her part because we talked for a long time. Um, and I shared someone about business and, and being in an engineering field. So that's, that's, you know, practicing courage, having just, the courage to ask that simple question and, and not, she could have like said, what do you mean asking me about the challenges of being black versus woman? You know, right. you have to get over that. So that's, that's me practicing courage last week, but it, it ended up, uh, you know, leading to an incredible evening of conversation that uh, was very um, um, thought provoking and more that I have to think about and build on as I, as I go forward. So um, with that though, I'd like to um, kind of get into some areas that people could, um, practice courage. And, and you think about um, courage, right? It's overcoming fear, because if you don't have fear, you really can't have courage. You know, like lack of fear, there is no courage. If it's easy to do, and it doesn't have any fear, there is actually is no courage, then it's just just going through the motions. 
So think about that for a second. We don't want to have fear, but we want to be courageous. Well, that doesn't make any sense. You can't, you can't have one or the other. You have to have both. And being courageous is going forward anyway, like recognizing, yes, I have fear. It's going to be a little difficult, but I'm going to go forward anyway and, and, and do that. So um, it, like, you, like you said, courage is a muscle. And that means you can exercise it and you can make it stronger. So no matter how, what level of courage you have today, you could do something tonight that, that get yourself to have a little bit more courage, that, that it really is or can be um, that easy. So maybe let's just start with something real simple. Maybe it's just admitting and naming a fear or a phobia you have. Yeah. All right, yeah. you just might right might be in denial that you have a fear of heights or spiders yeah. or talking to a stranger. Yeah. Or trying a new food. I mean, there's all kinds of fears, right? Yeah. Um yeah. and you know what I love about what you're saying, Sherry? We today's show uh, episode is everyday courage. And so, you know, what you're really approaching is you're approaching a a, a really a formula for people which allows them to start at exactly where they are. You know, a lot of times when we're talking about courage, we talk about these really lofty goals and changes. And your approach is so authentic because it does represent your own journey. And that's what I love about what you're asking people. So where do we go once we pick that thing? Because I already know what I'm thinking about. Well, depending on where, what it is and, and where you're at, then, then you could start to structure a plan to overcome it. Right. But the first thing is like, if you're saying, I want to be more courageous today, take some time and think and admit, and maybe even get a little bit more courageous and tell somebody about what your fear is, you know, not just say it to yourself and say it out loud, but maybe call somebody or text someone say, Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm being more courageous. I have a fear of snakes or whatever it might be and just admit it. So then, and you find out in some respects, once uh, people know you have that fear and once you, it's like when you say something to someone else and it lets it out into the universe, it actually loses a lot of power. It is not going to help you necessarily come over it. And sometimes you do need professional help. You know, sometimes you can, you can talk through and work through things, but sometimes there are significant fears that do, do need help. So I'm not going to say that it's just instantaneously, but naming the fear yeah. is the first step. Yeah. Yeah. So a second thing that you can do is give somebody a compliment. And I don't mean like just a, a compliment. Oh, I like your shoes. I mean, you know, like, like that's just, you're just trying to make small talk. But maybe you could, um, let's say you heard someone speak. You could, you could go and tell them like, hey, I really liked this point that you made. Or um, if you saw someone doing something well, or going out of their way to help someone, you could say, hey, I, I noticed that you went over there and opened the door for them. You know, that, that's really nice. You know, so a true authentic compliment, we don't do that enough, but it does because it does take courage. We all live in our own little worlds and we're very busy, but uh, reaching out to, to others is another simple way you can grow your courage muscle. Yeah. That compliment thing, can I ask you, can I, can we talk sure. about a, a, the part B to that? 
the hardest thing for a lot of people to do is when they're given a compliment to accept it. So I would imagine that accepting a compliment could fit in here too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and you know the best, best response to a compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Because especially women, I don't know if I see it as much with men, like, but especially women, the response is, oh, that was nothing. Just doing my job. You know, it's usually, it was nothing. Oh, that's just a small thing. Yeah. Instead, you just need to say, thank you. Yeah. And I think we're going to skip break because I want everybody to hear the rest of these they are so powerful. So Benny, uh, let's just keep going right through here. All right. So my, my next challenge to people to uh, show more courage is to say no when, when necessary. Sometimes that is the right answer. Sometimes it's not doing more. It might be doing less. Um, think about if maybe they're looking for volunteers at uh, you're at your kids um, event of some type and they're asking for volunteers but you've already volunteered at three things this year and you know you're busy for the next month and so you kind of get that pressure and so yeah sure i'll do it but you know you, you know you don't have time and you're going to hate it the whole times sometimes you have to be authentic to yourself and admit that this isn't the right time and i need to say no and i need to protect kind of my my own calendar my own schedule and my own time, my family's time. So um, think about that. Sometimes it's not doing more. Sometimes it can be doing less. Hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm, work, I'm working on that one. I'm working on that. Uh, the fourth one I think is actually kind of maybe one of the tougher ones. Yeah, it is. It's uh, asking for what you want. So the first part about it is you have to acknowledge to yourself what you want. And that one, I can find people really struggle with, even myself, that even kind of, you know, you always have your maybe hopes and desires and sometimes just voicing them, writing them down can be really hard because sometimes people think, well, maybe I, like, do I deserve that? Am I, is, am I worthy of this? Um, and then to actually tell somebody what you want, what you desire, it can be very, very difficult. So I, I encourage people to work on it but I guarantee you it won't be easy. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna stick to a word that you said because this was a game changer for me. Uh, but there's a difference between the word want and desire. I find that the word want, when you ask people what they want, we have a built-in compromiser, a built-in compromiser where we automatically have our compromise built into our want. Uh, and when you said desire, that is a new elevation. And so if we ask ourselves what we truly desire, whether it's in your day and your life, that will take this to a whole new conversation. Because as I was reading this and preparing, I realized I have a built-in want compromiser. I you, you want the menu. You want, you want the list of things and you want to choose off the menu. Versus yeah. if you're talking about desires, now it's the universe and what can you create? That's right. It's very different. Yep. I love it though. Because if you have the menu, then it's safe. Because now you're just picking up the menu. Yeah. I got my built-in compromiser. I just got it. Right. But, you know, you said desire. And I'll tell you, immediately something shifted when you said it. And I'm thinking, and I got an answer. Of course, I've been working with you for a while. 
But this list is important. And I got to tell you, let's go to the next one because I th- this might sound simple, th- not necessarily easy. Right? Oh, it's incredibly oh. hard. Um, the yeah. next one I'm going to uh, say, uh, forgive someone, you know, or if you don't have someone today that you know that you need to forgive, um, maybe just let something go. Maybe it's an argument you're having with somebody um, or there's just some disagreement and you say, you know what, I'm just going to let that go. But forgiving people can be incredibly courageous. And if you don't forgive people, you're really only hurting yourself. It seems like you're holding something against the other person, but you're really, you're not. You're really just hurting yourself. So be courageous and still protect yourself, maintain your boundaries, but forgive them. You know, that you don't need to hold that negative energy within yourself. It's very hard though. It yeah. depends on how hard you were hurt. Yeah. And I want to get back to what you said. Start with something, right? Start with something down here that even though you have your list of this is who I, this is the last person I would forgive, you may be wanting to start with something that's a little bit of a challenge, but you could probably get there. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a step in evolution. This is a big journey, right? Yeah. It's a destination here. You're never done. It's just really the, the journey of life and, and, and everything that you experience along the way. Yeah. I live in the state of Washington. So message to everybody, that person that just cut you off or maybe didn't put on their blinker, you could start like right there. That, uh, Good. So I know we don't have a whole lot of time. Um, so the next one I'm going to say, you know, try something new. And that could be anything. Maybe it is something that you've desired. You wanted to try yoga or a new exercise class. Maybe it's a new food. Maybe it is, um, you know, you've never painted. You want to go to those painting classes or um, you want to learn how to drive race cars. I don't know what you want to do, right? But try something, something new that you, that you haven't done before is what I challenge you. And that is, it is courageous. One, you have to think about it. Two, you're going to admit you're going to go do it and then follow through and actually go do it. Yeah, I, I'm already thinking. The, uh, the, the next one is what I did. You know, have a, a conversation with someone that's different than yourself. Yeah. Right? I went to someone new in a new industry. I didn't know. Uh, like I said, she was black. And we, we talked forever and had an incredible conversation. But it would have been just as easy for me to walk over someplace else to somebody I knew in the room and talk with them about what their kids are up to or, or, or some safe topic, right? So strive to find somebody um, that's different than yourself in some way and, and have a conversation so you could learn, learn something new. It'll, it'll allow yourself to open up and be more, a little more vulnerable and courageous and I guarantee you'll learn something, something new. Yeah, yeah, totally. And again, this is a work in progress, right? Pick something new that you're going to be able to do. Yeah, maybe it is just, um, you know, I was at a swim meet last week and I spent a lot of time at swim meet for my son. So maybe it's as simple as sitting next to a new parent that you haven't ever um sat next to you. So the first question is easy. Well, who's your child? You know, why are you here? What, what, what age group are they in? Is it a girl or is it a boy? What team are they on? Right. You can, you can very easily start the, the conversation, but then you could ask them, well, what do you do? And 
you know, you, then you can have further and further conversations. Um, it could be the same thing if you stopped at, at a bar and grabbed a drink and then there's someone there, you could have a conversation. But, but what I guess the main point here is don't go to whoever you normally would talk to or somebody that maybe looks and thinks exactly like you. Yeah. Try to have a conversation in a different topic. Maybe if you're a Republican, have a conversation with a Democrat of what they think is going on in Congress or vice versa. If you're a Democrat, try to talk and have a conversation with the Republican on their viewpoint of what's going on in Congress. Very, you know, just get that different viewpoint and have that courageous conversation. Not that you even have to agree with each other. Just ask people their opinion. Yeah. 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 And Sherry, don't you think that that particular one, the opportunities in the workplace are infinite for that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and it's just uh, because of, yeah, people that live in different, different areas, different backgrounds, different um, schooling, different functions, etc. I mean, it goes on and on and on. But many times, people have that kind of good these groups they hang out with, maybe ask somebody else to sit by for lunch or go out to eat for lunch or grab a coffee together or, you know, and it, a lot of this doesn't have to be long, maybe it's a five 10 minute conversation mm -hmm. and it can just give you a different viewpoint in, in life. And so that's why a challenge, you know, to yeah. just do something slightly, slightly different, allow yourself to expand your mind a little bit more. All right. So the last one, the okay. last one I, I say is simply as speak up, you know, just too often, you know, you want to do something or you want to say something or you have an opinion. And I'm not saying, you know, we have to say something all the time. But if you do have an opinion, if you do want to go out for Ethiopian food, then then speak up and say it, you know. And if you do want to see a particular movie, don't say, oh, whatever you want to see. And then kind of in your head, grumble about it all night. They didn't pick the movie that you really wanted to go to. And so when you have that, you know, speak up, like be authentic to yourself, but that doesn't have to be demanding. So let's say you say, I would like to go eat Italian. And, but the person that you're going out to eat with goes, you know, they don't have any gluten-free options there. Well, then, then, then you would, the right thing would be say, well, you know, that's okay. I can go eat Italian another time. At least then you won't be in your mind grumbling all night long. Oh, I missed out. I really, you know, didn't want to go to eat the Greek food. I really wanted Italian, but they always like to go to Greek, you know? So, so that's the main thing. If there is something, have the courage to at least say it. And you can say it in a safe way that, you know, you can say, well, I'd like to go try that new Italian restaurant, but hey, did you have any other things? I'm not, we don't absolutely have to. You know, you can kind of give it out if you want. Um, and, but, but only if you mean it. Yeah, that's right. Right. Don't, don't, don't say it if you don't if you don't actually mean it yeah and then part of this too is you everything we've talked about today you incorporate in your aces coaching program right and you know a large part of what we're talking about is authentic and i think that's what i really held on to when you were talking about the story about the networking event you know you were asking a woman a question you are, you are authentic in your curiosity and what you wanted to know. You really were asking that question to listen, to understand. Oh, absolutely. I wasn't trying to fill 
fill a space and 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 the evening it was I was had been re doing some reading and I did some uh, I read a book and a couple articles on on the effect of being black and female in business and so I thought what a great opportunity yeah. to see if in person someone's opinion kind of matched what I've been reading yeah Wow, I have to tell you, what you talked about and the way you laid this out today was not only important because the way you presented this is unlike any other way I've seen in the conversation of Kurt. So I want to thank you for that. I also want to tell people not only that can they find out more about you at courage to be seen.com, but they can also give you a call and find out about your coaching program. You know, Sherry, thank you for today. I got to ask you, What's your personal message? What's your closing message? And again, I know we talked about a lot. Yeah, you know, um, I just want people to know they can only really uh, be themselves by embracing all of themselves and having the courage to be seen. You know, it's transformed my life. It's allowed me to be authentic, to be confident, um, to be empowered. And so the more and more I embrace, you know, my whole self, the more enjoyable my life becomes. And so I just challenge everyone else to also have the courage to be seen. I love it. Sherry Clark, everybody, a lot in the show today. We're going to take the social media and the Facebook video. We're going to do some editing, all of that and much more. Thank you, Sherry, for all you do. Thanks, Dr. Pat. It's been fun. And I hope everyone decides to do something a little bit more courageous tonight. Yeah, boy, I know I'm thinking about it. Thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. Please go to the drpatshow.com or transformationtalkradio.com. All right, everybody, remember this. Do something. Do that one thing. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Courage to be Seen with Sherry Clark. Be sure to tune in next time as Sherry unravels the riddle of being both distinctly powerful and distinctly female at work or in the world. Listen to the wisdom of what she learned being in a male-dominated profession for over 20 years, often as the only woman in the room. What kind of courage does it take to own your power and vulnerability no matter what? Find out the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. Pacific on Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark.